Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com as well as rate, review of iTunes. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyid al-Mursaleen wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa ahlul uqdata min lisani yufqahu qawli amma ba'd Inshallah this is a series of our uh, tafsir sessions in the order of uh, revelation um, Last time we uh, did Surah Al-Ikhlas, we did the tafsir of Surah Al-Ikhlas And Inshallah this time we'll start with uh, Surah Al-Najm uh, Surah Al-Najm it's, uh, it's a long, uh, long surah uh, with uh, uh, inshallah and it concentrates on the aqidah uh, again as uh, same as the other uh, early surahs where uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is trying to uh, build the aqidah and also show the, the, uh, the kuffar and the mushrikeen in Quraysh who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, the Quran that they should follow and the Rabb who they should follow and this surah is no exception from the others. And uh, this surah, uh, it was revealed in the fifth year of Hijrah. And it was the first surah where the Prophet ﷺ went out in the public and he read the, uh, the, uh, the surah or part of it, what was revealed from Surah Al-Najm. He read it in the public in front of the Muslims and in front of uh, Quraysh. Uh, before that, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was, you know, talking to the to the mushrikeen one on one, approaching them and talking to them, and discussing with them. But reading a surah, complete surah, in front of the of the mushrikeen in the public, in front of uh, Quraysh, in front of all the Muslims, uh, according to the mufassirin, this was the first surah that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam did. So, inshallah, we'll go and uh, uh, read the surah. And we'll, uh, we'll finish about like 12 first, uh, 12 ayat. Uh, it's, uh, as I mentioned, it's a long surah. It's about uh, 62 ayat. Uh, so we'll take about maybe three sessions to finish it, inshallah. Uh, the surah starts with, A'udhu billahi minash shaitan ar-rajim, bismillahi ar-rahman ar-rahim. Wa'n-najmi idha hawa, ma dalla sahibukum wa ma gawa. وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى عَلَّمَهُ شَدِيدُ الْقُوَى ذُو مِرَّةٍ فَاسْتَوَى وَهُوَ بِالْأُفُقِ الْأَعْلَى ثُمَّ دَنَا فَتَدَلَّى فَكَانَ قَابَ قَوْسَيْنِ أَوْ أَدْنَى فَأَوْحَى إِلَى عَبْدِهِ مَا أَوْحَى مَا كَذَّبَ الْفُؤَادُ مَا رَأَى 
أفتمارونه على ما يراه ولقد رآه نزلة أخرى عند سدرة المنتهى عندها جنة المأوى إذ يغشى السدرة ما يغشى ما زاغ البصر وما طغى لقد رأى من آيات ربه الكبرى صدق الله العظيم إن شاء الله we'll stop here this is this is like the first uh, part of the of the surah uh, now the surah as uh, I mentioned in the beginning it was revealed in the fifth year of Hijrah uh, the first the part of it was revealed in the fifth year of Hijrah when the Muslims migrated to Al Habasha and that's according to most of the narrations it was in the fifth year of Hijrah in the month of Ramadan and the uh, at that, at that time, the uh, Muslims migrated to Abyssinia, to Al-Habasha, because the, uh, the last part of the surah it talks about that the mushrikeen and the Muslims or made sujood. When the Prophet wasallam finished the part of the surah, uh, he made sujood. And all the mushrikeen also, they made sujood. So the, the Muslims who migrated to Abyssinia thought that Quraysh have believed in the message of Islam. They believed in the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and they became Muslims. So they came back to uh, to uh, to Mecca, and that was, according to some narrations, like three months or four months after they migrated from Mecca to Abyssinia to Al Habasha. So within three months from their migration to this time, this the the last part of the surah, and that's when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the public read the surah and Quraysh uh, made sujood. When we get to the part, the, the, the tafsir of the last part of the surah, there are, there are uh, different tafsirs of why Quraysh made sujood. And so we'll discuss them. Uh, some say that uh, they made sujood because in this surah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in part of it, when he talks about their gods, Allah wal Uzza, that they heard that the shaitan at the, at the, at the, with the voice of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam start talking good things about the, the Allah wal Uzza, their gods. But that's, that's falsehood. So once we, inshallah, when we get to the part where we, where we do the tafsir of the last part, inshallah, we'll discuss it in details and see why Quraysh made sujood. And even they did not believe in the message. So that's the, 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 the time when, when, when part of the surah, the surah was revealed. Also the surah talks about the wahi himself. That's part of the aqidah, the wahi. We know that the, the, uh, the Quraysh was, telling the, was saying about the Prophet wasallam that he's a liar, he's a magician. That he gets this text, the words from someone else. So where is the authenticity of this? And that's an issue that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing in this part of the surah. is the wahi himself. This medium of communication between, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, revealing the Quran to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What's this medium? What's its characteristics? Is it authentic? Can it change anything from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it? can change that so the Quran that and the ayat that are revealed to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam came through the wahi through Jibreel. Can Jibreel change it? So it talks about that part of the aqeedah that this message when it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it's coming through a secure medium. It's coming through the wahi who is secure. So from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this cannot be changed. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to address in the first part of this surah, is who's this wahi? And did the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam see him so he can believe that he saw this, the wahi, the Jibreel alayhi salam? And that's where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in this part of the surah that, that yes, indeed, he saw Jibreel alayhi salam. And he saw him not only once, he saw him twice. So he saw him in his eyes, the way he was created, the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him. After you see someone in front of your eyes, then for you there is no doubt. There is no doubt. It's not just, uh, we know that Al-Wahi, Jibreel alayhi salam, used to come to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa in different human, and then he saw him as Jibreel. So when he comes in a human, okay, this is, you might, you, might, you might have doubts, is he a Wahi or not Wahi? But when you see him in his original shape, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he was not, he was, it was during the day, and he was not under the influence of anything. So with that, he believes that this is the wahi. And it's also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he chose the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be a prophet, he also made that there is no doubt. And that's what we, inshallah, will be getting into the details of the surah. So again, going back, the, the environment that the surah was revealed in is what the, the mushrikeen, they were doubting the message. They were saying about the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, that he's a liar, that he's a magician. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is coming and wants to, 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 make, to clarify that this is part of the aqidah, that this wahi that comes is part of the aqidah. Another, uh, in, the, in, the, in the tafsir, that they see another part of the revelation, the surah was revealed as, there is a man who became a Muslim, and he was giving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a lot, because he was scared of hellfire. Then he met with a man from uh, Quraysh, and he asked him, why, why you're doing all of this? He said, because I'm scared of the, of the hellfire, because I, I don't want to, I don't want uh, the, the punishment. He said, okay, give me, give me money, and I will take all your sins, and I will be punished for that. So they made a deal. They made a deal for that. And that's the last part of the surah, which is actually, which it was talking about uh, the, the, uh, this man, why he changed, the name is not, the name is not mentioned, the name is not mentioned, and then he made a deal, and he started going the wrong way. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is, is posing a question to him. You don't know who is your Lord. And then start reminding him with who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what he did to the previous nations. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done to the previous nations. And remind them, them to think in order to reach to the, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator. And it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that who controls everything. And it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they have to bow down for. And that's when the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa made sujood, and they made sujood. All Quraysh made sujood. So this is the, env the, the environment and also when the surah was revealed. Now let's go inshallah with the, with the, uh, with the tafsir of the, uh, of the surah uh, in one ayah at a time. The first, the first ayah, 
says, فَعَدَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانَ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ وَالنَّجْمِ إِذَا هَوَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, by the stars when it goes down. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَالنَّجْمِ إِذَا هَوَى by the stars when it goes down. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making an oath by the stars. He's making an oath by the stars when it goes away. And now the stars goes away when, the, when it's the, the start of the day. The stars, you will see it at night. And when the day becomes, when the day starts, you will see that the stars are going away. Now the Mufassirin are discussing, went into the details. Okay, which star is this? Is, the Prophet, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking about a star in general? Or he's talking about a specific star? And most of the Mufassirin went, they went with, the, with, the, with the, that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about a specific star that's called a shara That's called a shara that was actually mentioned in the surah, in the same surah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the same surah later in ayah 49 he says, وَإِنَّهُ هُوَ رَبُّ الشِّعْرَةِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the Rabb and the Lord of al-Shi'ra. And al-Shi'ra is a star that Quraysh used to worship. The Egyptians used to worship. So the old nations they used to worship. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, by this star when it goes away. By this star, oath making a star when this, when this star goes away. And you don't know, you don't see it again. Making an oath for what? The next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ma sahibukum wa ma gawa. That your companion and your friend has neither strayed nor is he deluded. Ma sahibukum wa ma gawa. Ma means he did not deviate from the truth. Ma he did not deviate from the truth. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making an oath by the star, the shara, which is their, their, their Rabb, their Lord that they believe in, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not deviate from the truth. By this star that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not deviate from the truth. Whatever he's been telling you for the last five years is all the truth. He did not deviate from it. He has no choice to deviate from it. It's not his choice. This is wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is what the next ayah will say, and the, the, next, the next two ayat. مَا ضَلَّ صَاحِبُكُمْ وَمَا غَوَى And let's just pay attention to what, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to Quraysh. He, he's telling them, مَا ضَلَّ صَاحِبُكُمْ Your companion, your friend, the one that you know. It's not someone who's a stranger. It's someone that you know, your sahib, your friend. He did not go astray. He did not go away from the haqq. He said what was conveyed to him. And he delivered the way that it was conveyed to him. The way the wahi told him. And you know him. You know him very well. He lived among you for 40, 45 years. And you know him well if he lies. You know him if he can, he doesn't say the truth. You know him if he can come up with, 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 his, with things based on his hawa. You know him. He's your sahib. وَمَا غَوَى وَمَا غَوَى means he doesn't say anything that's not a truth. He doesn't say anything that's false. وَمَا غَوَى And also he doesn't delude people. You know him. You lived him, with him for 40, and it's been 45 years in the fifth year of the, after the wahi. 45 years and you know this man. He's your friend, he's your companion. 
You used to go to him when you had any disputes. He's a sadiq al-ameen. He's well known that he's the more the truthful. So he doesn't deviate from the haqq. In the next ayah, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى Again, continuation of this oath. That Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he was referred to as sahibukum, ma yantiqu anil hawa. He doesn't see anything out of his own desire. He doesn't see anything out just because he wants to say it. He doesn't come up with things. He doesn't come up with the words. He doesn't come up with the, with the ayat. He doesn't come up with the revelation from his own desire. The way that he wants it. وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى He doesn't see anything based on his desire. إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى Whatever Prophet Muhammad says, it's wahi. It's revelation. It's revelation that's revealed to him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Quraysh, your sahib, your companion, your friend, make an oath by the star that whatever he says is just wahi. Whatever he says is just wahi. Because you know Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know his speech. It's different than the Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making, making it clear again, whatever Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says is wahi. Now there... There could be here some people, let's get into the details of, of what the word, what wahi means. And the word yuhi means that he, he conveys information fast. Now, we know that Jibreel alayhi salam comes with a message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that message takes to, gets to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The mechanism of how that's done, how the exact transfer of information from Jibreel alayhi salam to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam how that details this is the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how all of these ayat goes into the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam this is known does Jibreel read it to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam memorize it it's in his that's 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 details Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it's wahi that Jibreel comes make wahi to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam read it to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and it's there and then Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam start saying that, start talking, start reading the Qur'an. Now, from this al-wahi, we need to distinguish between the Qur'an and the Sunnah, because some people come and discuss this issue. Uh, especially nowadays, some people come and say that I just believe in the Qur'an, because the Qur'an, that's the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's the wahi, that I know is the Qur'an. And the Sunnah is not part of it. Because that not, that's not the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى This is clear cut from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that whatever Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says is wahi. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is wahi. The Quran is the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sunnah is... What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as, 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 as it's defined here, what has come out of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or conveyed out from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from qawl, or fi'l, 
أو تقرير أو صفة. It's whatever the Prophet said in his own language. The language, the tone that the Prophet speaks, which is the ahadith and the sunnah that we read it, it's totally different from the Quran. It's different from the Quran. And that's the qawl or the saying of the Prophet or fi'l when he does an action. That's also from the sunnah. Or taqreer. Taqreer means he agrees on something. Yes, he did not do it. The sahaba did it or he saw it and then he agrees with it. He doesn't say this is wrong. He just keeps silent and he accepts and he says and he accepts it, which it happens in front of him. Awsifa from the characteristics of the Prophet So this is what the sunnah is. So the first part, which is the Quran, the, the Mufassirin or the ulama, they call it Al-Wahyul Jali. It's the clear wahi. Because it came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through Jibreel alayhi salam and it's the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they call it Al-Wahyul Khafi. So Al-Wahyul Jali is the clear wahi. Al-Wahyul Khafi, it's the hidden wahi. Because it's the words of the Prophet ﷺ, the actions of the Prophet ﷺ, the acceptance of the Prophet ﷺ, accepting certain actions. This is what the Sunnah, and this is also wahi from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And when the Prophet ﷺ used to say something that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala or do something that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala doesn't like, he comes and corrects him. He comes and corrects him. Like the, uh, the incidents with the blind man. When the Prophet ﷺ turned his face from him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right away he came and you know, told the Prophet ﷺ, you should not be doing this. So this is an action from the Prophet ﷺ that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came and told the Prophet ﷺ, you should not be doing this. There are things that the Prophet ﷺ does in the, when you go to the seerah and also in the, in the Sunnah, the, the, the Seerah, there are things where the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, he did and he said, and the Sahaba asked him, is this wahi? Then he comes and says, no, this is my opinion. It's like in the Battle of Uhud. They should, should they stay in, the, in Al-Madinah or should they go outside? It's like the Battle of in, in Badr, when the Prophet وسلم, wanted, wanted to stay in one place, and then one of the Sahaba asked the Prophet ﷺ, is this wahi? If it's wahi, then I'll stop right here. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, no, no, this is just planning. He said, well, this is not the position. We have to go in that position and explain to the Prophet ﷺ why, it's right, why that position is better. So at that moment, when the Prophet ﷺ gave his opinion, that he's, it's his opinion. And that's open for negotiation and discussion. And he used to take mashura on this. And that's, that's in the ahadith, you will say that the Prophet ﷺ, when the Sahaba asked him, they will come and he will say, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. So it's not the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sulh al-Hudaybiyah. When Sulh al-Hudaybiyah happened, this is wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was clear. The Prophet ﷺ came and told them, this is the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to distinguish when it comes to the, 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 the actions of the Prophet and into the Sunnah, whether it's wahif, wahi, al-wahi al-khafi, which is the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or it's, this is, was the opinion of the Prophet Like there are issues when it comes to our daily life actions. 
our daily life. How do we go and, uh, you know, produce the best uh, vegetables? Uh, the Sahaba came to the Prophet Sallallahu and asked him a question about, has to do with agriculture. And he gave his opinion. He gave his opinion. But that's not a wahi. That was his opinion. So when you go to the seerah, we need to distinguish between this and when you read them. وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنُ الْهَوَىٰ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَىٰ إِلَّا وَحْيُ يُوحَىٰ So the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he doesn't see anything out of his desire, only it's wahi from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. عَلَّمَهُ شَدِيدُ الْقُوَىٰ The next ayah, عَلَّمَهُ شَدِيدُ الْقُوَىٰ That the one who taught him is the one who is strong and he is powerful. عَلَّمَهُ شَدِيدُ الْقُوَةِ So the one who transfers that now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now talking about Jibreel alayhi salam. Telling Quraysh about who is Jibreel, who is this mechanism, medium of, of transferring the, 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 the Qur'an and the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. عَلَّمَهُ شَدِيدُ الْقُوَةِ It's the one who is very powerful. He's the one that who's teaching him. He's the one who's transferring this message to him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the mushrikeen, he is, he is powerful. And, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also talked about, about Jibreel alayhi salam in previous surahs, in surah al-Takweer, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ ذِي قُوَّةٍ عِنْدَ ذِي الْعَرْشِ مَكِينٍ مُطَاعٍ ثَمَّ أَمِينٍ When he's talking about this Quran, in surah al-Takweer, it was revealed before, before Al-Najm. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the Qur'an, He says, This is the words from a Rasul who is Kareem. A Rasul, it's the Qawl, it's Jibreel alayhi salam, the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi makin. He is so strong. And he is so powerful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in both in Surah Al-Takweer and in Surah Al-Najm is describing and giving some hints to, the, to Quraysh about Jibreel alayhi salam, the one who's carrying this message. شديد القوة, the one who taught Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the one who's bringing the Quran to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the one who's bringing the wahi is powerful. ذو مرة فاستوى ذو مرة فاستوى Mirratin, the word mirra, the, there are many meanings to it. One is du quwa, I mean he's, he's strong. Again, repeating, Allamahu shahidu al quwa, the one who taught him, the one who's transferring this message and carrying this message, is strong. Then in the next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, du mirratin fastawa, du mirratin, he's du quwa, with strength, power. And another meaning, it means ذو صحة جسم وسلامة that he is also he is strong and healthy. Another meaning means شدة العقل he is wise. He is wise. So these are the different meanings of the ذو مرة in Arabic. But in this in this ayah it means the one that he is strong because Allah subhanahu wa taala talks about it that he is strong and also this means that he is wise. That Jibreel alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling, telling us about his characteristics, that he is strong and wise at the same time in delivering the message. Fastawa. Fastawa, then he came forth and stood with confidence. 
Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the first time that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw Jibreel alayhi salam. When he, when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the first revelation came, and then Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left Ghar Hira and he went and Jibreel alayhi salam then called Ya Muhammad. He heard someone calling Ya Muhammad. He did not know, looked left, right, back, front, he did not see anybody. Then he looked in the sky. And then he looked in the skies. And wherever he looks, he sees this. He looks, he sees something. He did not know what it is that, what's that. He looks up, wherever he looks, it's covering the whole sky around him. Then Jibreel tells him, Ana Jibreel, I am Jibreel. Wanta Rasulullah, and you are the messenger of Allah. So now he knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayat describing this meeting, this moment when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw Jibreel alayhi salam, saw him with his naked eyes, saw him with his own eyes. In the day, during the day, it's not during the night where he might see something and might, you know, come up in his mind that, oh, that's something else. No, it's during the day, it's clear that he have seen him. He have seen him. Fastawa, that's where he saw him all over, all over the place, when he looked in the sky. Wahwa bil ufuqil a'la. Wahwa bil ufuqil a'la. And Wahwa talks about Jibreel alayhi salam. Bil when he's on the horizon. When Jibreel alayhi salam was all in the sky and the horizon. And Al Ufuq, Al Ufuq, the scholars say the Ufuq is from the place where the sun rises. Place where the sun rises. So he was looking and Jibreel alayhi salam is covering everywhere in the sky. Wahwa bil ufuqil now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is describing how this wahi happens, how this meeting with, with between Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Jibreel alayhi salam happens. Then Jibreel alayhi salam, he starts going down closer to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he was above him suspended. Tadalla means it's like hanging. That's what tadalla. Thumma dana fatadalla. Then he getting closer to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Jibreel was coming all the down closer to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fakana qaba qawusayni aw adna. Then he was getting closer to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam close to two bows or two, two arms. So he is so close to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَأَوْحَى إِلَىٰ عَبِدِهِ مَا أَوْحَى Then in that moment when he is so close to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Jibreel starts delivering the message, giving the wahi. فَأَوْحَى إِلَىٰ عَبِدِهِ مَا أَوْحَى Then he starts giving the revelation, the Qur'an, to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, some of the, there are different 
and if you go back to the seerah and, and to the tafsir and start reading about some say that فَأَوْحَى إِلَىٰ عَبْدِهِ مَا أَوْحَى means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to his prophet because the word عَبْدِهِ is his slave فَأَوْحَى إِلَىٰ عَبْدِهِ مَا أَوْحَى means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala start revealing to uh, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Some says that it's Jibreel start revealing to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu So in here we want to just go and touch a little bit on we talked about fa'awha. Awha means he revealed. He revealed to. Ila abdihi to his slave. Ma awha. Whatever. Whatever the message is. Now abdihi here, what does it refer to? Go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it goes to Jibreel. So is he the slave of Jibreel or the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Now, going back in the whole surah from the beginning to now, there is no mention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no mention. So does the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the pronoun here refers, goes back to Prophet Muhammad, so it goes to Allah or goes to Jibreel? So that's a point of discussion. Now, the answer to this is, when, wherever it becomes apparent from the context that the antecedent of a pronoun refers to a particular person, the pronoun turns to him automatically, whether it has been mentioned before or not. For example, let's take the ayah. Let's take the ayah. In Surah Al-Qadr, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ Surah Al-Qadr, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ This is the first ayah. We have revealed it in the day, in the night of Qadr. Revealed what? So it refers to what? Before that, there was no mention of the Quran. But it refers to the Quran. It talks about the Quran. In another, in Surah Al-Rahman, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانَ Everyone on it is going to vanish. On it what? It refers to what? Refers to the earth. Yes, in the whole Surah, before that, there is no mention of the earth. So, but you know from the context that it refers to the earth. So the same thing here. It means that Jibreel has revealed to the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever the message that he has, whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him and whatever he was tasked with delivering to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the word abdihi here refers to the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues. Now, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw Jibreel alayhi salam, saw him in the first, that's the first time, in his original shape, covering the whole horizon. And then he gets closer to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, getting so closer, so close, and then he revealed to him what he was revealed. Then in the next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا كَذَّبَ الْفُؤَادُ مَا رَأَى ما كذب الفؤاد ما رأى ما كذب الفؤاد ما رأى The heart did not His heart added no untruth to what he saw Which means that his heart believed in what he saw His heart has no doubt about it Whatever he saw, he believes that it's Jibreel alayhi salam 
It's the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has no doubt about it. And here it's talking about مَا كَذَبَ الْفُؤَادُ مَا رَأَى So he's talking about the heart is not denying. So is it the heart that denies? Because, yes, it's the heart. But it's what's meant by the heart. It's the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He saw Jibreel alayhi salam with his own eyes. So with his senses, he saw Jibreel alayhi salam. Once he saw Jibreel alayhi salam with his senses, there is nothing that you can deny after that. You thought about it, you saw it, and that's it. There is no doubt after that. There is no doubt that this is Jibreel. So there is no doubt that he is Jibreel. He has no doubt in his heart. He has no doubt in his brain. He has no doubt anywhere that this is Jibreel alayhi salam. In the next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَتُمَارُونَهُ عَلَى مَا يَرَى Now he saw Jibreel. He saw Jibreel alayhi salam. He saw him with his own eyes and he believes in that. He has no doubt. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now addressing Quraysh. Addressing the one who was creating, trying to create a doubt in this message, for its source, from where it's coming. They know Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cannot come up with this Quran. He's one of them. They know him well for 45 years. They know him very well. And now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them that he saw Jibreel alayhi salam. He saw him the way he was created. In his original form, in his original shape. He saw him. Then, أَفَتُمَارُونَهُ عَلَى مَا يَرَى Are you then going to argue with him on what he has seen? He has seen him with his own eyes in a clear day where there is no doubt that this is not Jibreel. It cannot be shaitan. It cannot be uh, anything else. It cannot be. Because this is the first time that the Prophet wasallam saw such shape, such thing. The first time. And was covering the whole horizon. Wherever he looks, he's there. So are you going to doubt him in what he has seen? Are you going to doubt him in what he, what he has seen? And he believes in it? And he believes in it. That's what the previous ayah. He believes in it. He has no doubt about it. Now you're coming and trying to argue with him about what he has seen or not seen. He's the one who saw it. You did not see it. He's the one he saw, in his, saw, saw Jibreel السلام, in his own eyes. It's not you. Why you are arguing about something that you, you're not aware of and you don't know? What details will be talking about this when you don't know? Later in the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing that and talking about it. When he's talking about Allatu wal Uzza, their gods. That you all of this, all of this you're coming up with, with this without you don't have any knowledge about it. You have no dalil about it. All just is just done, all just you know, a guess. Also this, you are trying to doubt Muhammad sallallahu what he has saw in his own eyes. It's like we the Muslims. We Muslims, we have the aqidah, we have the strong aqidah and the iman in this aqidah. And this deen that we have. And then people 
come and try to tell us, okay, no, there are issues with this. There are issues with this deen. This is not the right deen for you. There is something else that you need. This is, ah, this is 1400 years ago. This is a deen for 1400 years ago. You should follow what we have now. You should follow what we have now. Some come and say, we just, we just, a Quran only. The Quran only. We don't need to go and follow the Sunnah. Start doubting, creating doubt in our deen. Why do you have, why, if someone steals an Islam and an Islamic state or anything, why do we have to go and cut, cut the hand? Why? Start creating these doubts. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes and says, because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw Jibreel without no doubt. So he has no doubt about this. And now you are coming with where you have no knowledge about this. And you did not see that, and you're now coming to create a doubt. So the tool from this ayah is just for us, the Muslims. If we want to go and defend our deen, well, we have to go and understand it well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.